Welcome to Built to Scale e-commerce show with Darius and Justin. We are the founders of Ad Kings Agency, an industry-leading boutique e-commerce, Facebook ads, and omni-channel funnels growth agency. Our insights and expertise have helped to generate over $45 million in revenue and spent over $18 million on paid acquisition for our clients in the last year alone. In this podcast, we open up about the marketing and business development strategies and tactics we use to get these results. Awful management mistake that costed us at least $150,000 back in 2020. And I want to cover this topic because it's directly related to a few topics that I was reading and directly related in general to the books that I've been reading lately. They're called Dichotomy of Leadership and Extreme Ownership. And check those out. But I want to take some of the comments from the book, but at the same time illustrate more towards the end of the book, our own situations and our own learnings. Pretty much all the learnings that the book covers, to be honest. But I'll just let you know what we were thinking, what was exactly that happened to us and what we took and what we're doing now differently. So back in 2020, what in general happened, we'll get right into topic, but we lost two clients and we've been working with them for quite some time. And in general, it just happened before quarter four and it was like really awful because we always grow with the clients and in the quarter four, we definitely would be grown and they would be grown. But in general, we focus too much on the growth and revenues while leaving out the profitability of the clients. And I'll talk more about it more towards the end. So let's get into, I would say I want to talk mainly about ownership and management in this topic and straight away go to some of the learnings or some of the recommendations that the book is talking about. I completely agree with those as well. So you should definitely avoid both micromanagement and being too hands-off. And we'll look into in different situations between micromanagement and hands-off leadership in general. But giving clear guidance on the mission, like the goal, the end state, as well as putting boundaries in place is really important because without those, it's very easy to lose track. And especially for someone in a team that you trust and any leader can, even any member of a team can lose a track pretty easily without those clear goals and boundaries. And we should make sure that we communicate with others about the end goal and what we are doing and what we're planning to do. All stakeholders in your team as a client or as a customer should be aware of that. And we should always continue monitoring progress, but try to refrain from giving specific guidance on execution unless necessary. So I'll be taking some, pretty much I want to look into chapter two. I think it's coming from the economy of leadership, as I remember, and you should own it all, but empower others. And what I see often, it's been pretty hard for us as well, but the more you go through it, the more you experience it, uh, the it becomes obvious. So as a leader, you should own it all, no matter what happens, good or bad. But uh, you should always empower others. And you will 
get into these situations more and more often. And what we see often with our clients in general in a business, e-commerce business, that you've been growing your baby to, let's say, 100K, even a 200K. You tried to find an agency, maybe an in-house or a person or a freelancer, and you've been doing marketing on your own and you get the person sign of a team. And now you're micromanaging them. You're saying what they should do, what they shouldn't. And um, again, we're coming back you know, to micromanagement. But you should empower them. You should start trusting them because there is no point in actually micromanaging the people if you want to save the time and if you want to continue growing the business. But you're not really doing that and not giving up what you've been doing and not trusting others. So coming back to the book, if you know, if you have read maybe those books, Extreme Ownership Principles, if you know those pretty well, you should be pretty much aware that this is one of the foundation of all, all the other that are built. And there's like two important things. Effective leaders take ownership of every mistake and never place blame on anyone else. But this doesn't mean that you should make every decision for everyone in your team because that can easily happen if you're micromanaging. And it's awful. However, hands-off leadership also doesn't work because it usually leads to cacophony of commands. And effective leaders always find a balance between two extremes, micromanagement and hands-off leadership. So if you're micromanaging, your team will be lacking of the initiative. The team won't seek solutions to problems. A team mobilized even in an extreme emergency. If something happens, something is really going off, um, they won't be bold and aggressive. This will be really, really, really found. And if you will be micromanaging, there will be no creativity. The team stay inside their silos. No cooperation will be happening. An overall sense of passivity and failure to react will be fine really often in your team if you'll be micromanaging everything. But if you're too hands-off, lack of vision, lack of coordination between individuals, actions beyond authorization, failure to coordinate, focus on the wrong priorities, and too many people try to lead will happen if you will be too hands-off as a leader. And let's uh, quickly just look into those two extremes. Let's say uh, micromanagement is on the left, extreme hands-off leadership is on the right side. And I just mentioned you a number of different situations which happens on one or another side. Let's take a few of those and let's just analyze it a little bit. So if you're micromanaging people, you will have, let's say, as I've mentioned, lack of initiative coming from the team, no creativity. You'll sense a lot of passivity and failure to react. And why it will happen? Because they will always be relying on you. Anything will come up, which is hard. There's a lot of unknowns, new problems coming in. They will always wait for you to come up with a solution. They will wait for a meeting. Maybe if you're working on a project management software, the deadlines will be overdue and so on and things won't be moving as fast as you would wish. But if you're too hands-off, people will be owning the problems and so on. However, a lot of people will start working in individually and uh, focusing on their own tasks. They will be thinking that their priorities are the most important ones. 
And there will be like leaders which will be stepping up and saying, you know, guys, we should focus on that, but not on your activities. So what might happen is that people will have lack of vision and in general, lack of coordination and they won't know where they're heading. And if the team is is not knowing where they're heading, failure is right on the corner. Because imagine you have 20 or 50 people and you're two hands off. There's no proper direction. As I said, there is no boundaries. There is no end goal. There is no proper communication, as we already discussed, between the team's stakeholders in general. And this is your doom for failure. And uh, if we come back to the book of Extreme Ownership, Jacko Willing, who is uh, one of the writers of the book, saying, you are responsible for everything in, the, in your world, but you can't make every decision. You have to empower your team to lead, to take ownership. So you have to give them ownership. And you will always need to find a balance between micromanagement and being too hands-off as a leader. So coming back to our own situation and what happened with our client, and I just want to quickly summarize everything with what I've just discussed with our awful mistake. So in 2020, we lost two clients. As I said, we've been working with them pretty closely. And we are just, quarter four was just around the corner. So what happened, we were two hands off and we actually didn't set clear guidance, expectations and boundaries. And we didn't have very clear end goal. People were focused too much on growing the clients and revenues. And in situations started happening that the clients started looking for someone else who will be less costly and they wanted actually to downscale. And we were always about growing and scaling. And it's funny that I was telling this situation to some of my friends and they were <laughs> saying, did you lay off the guy who was managing those two clients and he lost him this amount of money? And this actually didn't cross my mind. I don't know why, maybe because I've seen those similar situations and I've you know read the book and I looked at it a little bit differently. But in that situation, we actually took the blame on our shoulders as well. And that was our uh, responsibility as well at the end of the day. Yes, maybe the person who was managing it could have done a better job, but we as leaders didn't put the clear boundaries and didn't set the right expectations with our team as well, as it seemed that it, it was happening in some of the other smaller teams, we call them pods within the organization as well. So it costed us a lot. Don't <laughs> learn from our mistakes and don't do it yourself. But from now on, we generally have it in a process, asking clients what are their cost of goods sold, what are their profit margins. We connect softwares with their marketing channels, with their shop in general. And we see clients' profitability because uh, the profitability is the blood of the business that will help to sustain the operations. They will be able to pay us, pay their team members, order new products and continuously grow the business. If they won't have the, the products and no, profits, no one will be happy. So now we have, as I said, a process, questions, right expectations, both within a team and with a client that we're focused on the profitability, things happen for sure, but the end goal is your profitability. And everything is now in place. We don't need to wait till the end of the month. We have even like um, prior to working with the clients, the questions 
during the cooperation with clients if they're profitable enough or no. And we want to ensure that the clients are happy and will be working for us at least nine months. This is our internal goal. So yes, this was an awful mistake. I highly recommend reading those books, Extreme Ownership and Dichotomy of Leadership. It's pretty straightforward and you will find a lot of values and things that you should avoid or what you should do or what you shouldn't. This was our mistake. It was pretty painful. I hope you liked it, what I was talking about, and I hope a lot of you can relate to this as well. Enjoying this podcast? Consider subscribing and sharing it with your friends. This helps us to grow and create more amazing content like this for you.